Hi, my name's Samuel Finlay, and you're listening to the ACES Podcast. In this episode, I chat with postdoctoral research fellow at Swinburne University of Technology, Lilith Caballero. We chat about her PhD project and experience with ACES, how she became interested in science, women in STEM, her interests outside of research, and much more. So, let's get to our conversation. So, I'm chatting with Lilith on today's podcast. Lilith, thanks for joining me. Hi, Sam. So, how's life for you right now? Obviously, COVID-19 is keeping us all at home. I'm sure that going into labs has become a little bit tougher for yourself. How are you doing? Uh, so far, it's going good. I'm actually keeping myself pretty busy. Um, I didn't realize how many things I had um, to be to be done, you know, at home, like as in to write things, um, to analyze some data and so on. And it's not until like you really sit down and start looking and other things you've left for later <laughs> that you realize that you have actually a pretty long list of things to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been keeping myself pretty busy. Yeah. Obviously cool. I miss the lab as well, you know? <laughs> I bet. I bet. Do, do you go in at all to the labs at the moment? Um, actually I started going this week, um, after I think a month and a half that I've been working from home and I had to ask for special permission to go in. I'm only allowed to go three days a week. Um, and just for a very short period of time. So, um, but you know, uh, I guess as researcher, you always have to do a bit of lab work, um, at some point. So, yeah, it's necessary, I think, to to keep going with the research. So I'm trying to do as much as I can in the in the time um, that I got and basically try to follow all the all the guidelines um, for this situation as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into your Ph.D. experience to begin with, which you did at Swinburne University, uh, working at Biofab, I believe. What was your project? Uh, so my project was looking at drug delivery systems. So I was developing some materials that could um, deliver growth factors to drive uh, cellular differentiation into, into cartilage. So I was uh, part of the uh, cartilage uh, team at Biofab. Um, yeah, so that was uh, pretty much um, the PhD, uh, three years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> And you did your undergrad in Mexico. That's where you're from, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, What did you do for your undergraduate degree? Um, I did uh, physics engineering, actually. Um, Yeah, that was fun. Um, Five years of pure fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then to Belgium for your master's? Yeah, that's correct. Then I jumped to uh, to Europe, to Belgium, to do uh, biomedical engineering uh, masters. So uh, that was a pretty tough two years, a very intense um, learning learning experience. But I really enjoyed it as well. Um, obviously, uh, you keep learning and learning as as it goes, you know, as life continues. So, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a fun a fun ride, I guess. <laughs> So how did that opportunity to come to Australia to study at Swinburne come about after your master's? Um, when I was, uh, I 
Yeah, during the last six months of the master's, um, I started looking for, for a PhD, you know, and I was particularly interested in, um, in the teaching engineering field. And I did wanted to do something related to, um, to 3D printing, but also to drug delivery as well. So I wanted to, to merge uh, those. And I was pretty much looking for a specific project or someone that could um, supervise me, you know, someone that could um, help me to carry a project in, in such field. And I was lucky enough to find a position advertised um, by my supervisor, Simon Moulton. And the project was like fitting perfectly what I wanted to do. So I applied for it and a couple of months later, he told me, oh, you're in the shortlist. Um, you just have to follow these steps, um, which was pretty fun. Uh, actually involved um, a YouTube video, <laughs> um, a five minutes uh, YouTube video presentation of, uh, of my project and myself and so on. So that was pretty fun to do as well. I practiced uh, a lot of times until I got it right. <laughs> and then I sent to him. <laughs> and uh, so after, I don't know, a couple of, um, uh, maybe like a week or something, he told me, oh, congratulations, you got the position. And yeah, so I started preparing myself to, go, to come here to Australia. So were you always interested in science when you were younger before deciding to do that as, as your undergraduate degree in your first way of study? Yeah, like when I got to, I guess it's year 12 that you have to choose um, your path, you know. Um, I was in between uh, choosing physics or going for... Um, for literature, actually, I really oh, right. enjoy writing in Spanish. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I really enjoy to, to write poetry, actually. <laughs> so that was my, my two um, options, I guess. And Is that something you still to do today? Um, a fair bit, but um, like... I don't have much free time, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty busy. Um, but you know, time to time, uh, when I feel a bit inspired, and yeah, um, yeah. So that's basically how how I decided to to go into science. I always wanted to. Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess it all started um, from my interest in maths i guess mm-hmm. um and then once i discovered that you can actually use math to describe the world um describe things um uh, well like in physics um i totally fell for it i was like oh this is super nice to be able to describe um the natural world in in equations <laughs> so yeah. that's how yeah. i started to um to like physics and i decided to go into physics that was the, the beginning of everything i guess <laughs> yeah. so you've had a pretty successful research career so far particularly with aces you know you you, you won um uh, certain awards and, and, and grants uh, such as uh, a research endowment fund grant last year for your project fabrication i don't even know how to pronounce it 
chrondogenic hydrogel for in situ 3D printing. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I guess what would be the highlight of your research career so far? Obviously, you know, you're just sort of starting out because you've finished your PhD more recently, but what would you say would you be your highlight so far? Oh, wow. Um, that's a tough question. Well, um, something I've really enjoyed from the PhD, I guess it was actually to be part of ACES. Um, that was pretty nice. I really enjoyed meeting people that had um, common interests, but working in, in different paths, in different projects, and then being able to meet them every couple of months or to catch up. Um, every now and then that was very nice um i really enjoyed that uh, i guess networking opportunity that aces uh, gave me during the phd um yeah so i think that's uh, a big highlight for me um in terms of research i'm definitely um happy about um publications and um, a couple of grants that i got as well uh, definitely very, very happy and, of course, very grateful with uh, my supervisor and everyone that helped me um, achieving that, actually. Yeah. So you've also been quite vocal speaking up about, you know, women working in science, um, you know, for International Women's Day uh, and whatnot. I guess, how have you found being a woman, a woman in science? I guess here in Australia, it's slightly different than in Mexico. In Mexico, definitely, you can see the big gap in between um, the numbers of, of women in science. Um, here in Australia, it's, they're working um, towards making it, um, I guess, better. And you can actually see that. And I'm very happy about that. Um, actually got some great um, male and female colleagues. So... Yeah, I kind of feel that um, this women representation, it's, it's definitely increasing um, on this day. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy about that, actually. Hmm. I remember when I came down to visit you at Biofab uh, a couple of years ago, when I sort of first started out with ACES, you had this amazing pink lab coat. Do you still have that today? <laughs> yes, and I got a purple one as well. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> yes, um, thinking I'm getting... Um, a yellow one as well, you know, just, I like colors. Why not? <laughs> Add it to the collection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as I mentioned earlier, you've more recently finished your PhD. How has life been post uh, submitting your thesis? Well, it's actually been pretty busy. Um, like I thought actually, um, so I'm doing a postdoc right now, which is um, part on my continue on my project of the PhD and the other half is on a new project related to drug delivery for uh, pancreatic cancer. And that, that's been pretty busy, like both projects um, at the same time to manage both at the same time. It's been actually quite, uh, quite challenging, but actually very rewarding as well. So it has kept me very, very busy. So I thought um, the postdoc life would be a bit less intense than the PhD, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's actually like the third year of the PhD, you know, when you have your thesis and when you have experiments and it's all a rush, it's 
like that, but like permanently. <laughs> you just get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still based at, at Biofab and St. Vincent's Hospital now? Uh, yes. So I'm still working at Biofab. Um, it's, yeah, I, I really enjoy, enjoy it there. It's a great space. How have you found working there? I mean, I've visited there a few times. It's quite a, quite a cool little laboratory and space, I guess. It's not all that big, but I found it to be quite a, quite a cool space. Yeah, definitely. It's a um, little hub, you know, it gathers a lot of um, universities and a lot of students that uh, come from, uh, from different places to do different things, like either uh, PhD projects or masters or just for internships. So uh, everyone comes from slightly different background um, in terms of, uh, of careers. So it's it's very interesting um, how everything comes comes in together in a, in a space that is not, as you say, super big. It's actually quite uh, quite small lab. Um, so it gets very interactive. Uh, I really enjoy that everything is is connected. So all the labs they sort of like are in a single space so you can just uh, jump from one lab to the other without need to change building or anything so that's pretty nice as well um we have great coffee too so (laughs) (laughs) that's a pretty important part um yeah like the conversations um we have a biofab you know sometimes just during lunch or just over a coffee um it's really, really diverse. Um, and in terms of research, you could be talking with someone that is a clinician and also at the same time, someone that has a biology background and an engineer in front. So it's, it's really, um, I guess, interdisciplinary. And that's very cool, I think. So let's just talk a little bit about life outside of work, I guess. And I, you mentioned coffee just there. I know you're a bit of a foodie, much like myself. We've had conversations about this before, but what do you like to do outside of work? Uh-huh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually like very much to, to go for, to try new restaurants. Um, yeah, I'm a big foodie. Um, obviously nowadays is uh, quite difficult because of the situation, uh, but I've been into baking, <laughs> um, very unsuccessfully, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been trying, um, and then other cooking. Um, yeah, so I really like, uh, doing that and also like going for, for hiking as well when it's, um, when we could go for hiking before this, um. Yeah, so that's that's my life outside work as well. What was the most um, recent thing you baked? Uh, I tried to make a cake, um, <laughs> and of course, you know, I didn't I didn't go for the basic recipe. I went for the <laughs> yeah the three steps uh, cake. Um, yeah, that turns out uh, half. <laughs> 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 yeah, it wasn't very good. But, you know, I don't give up. I will try <laughs> this weekend again. <laughs> I will keep trying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, something I've asked everyone that I've had on the podcast is whether or not they have a morning routine or something they do every single day that helps them approach a day ahead. Is there something you implement every single day? Uh, 
Yes, actually, um, well, first of all, um, I try not to, you know, to continue doing pretty much what I was doing before uh, before the quarantine. So basically to keep the routine going. So I still uh, wake up every morning, dress up, do my makeup, um, take my coffee, um, and then, you know, or have a shower, take a coffee, um, and then straight to work, you know. So I try to, to keep that to start at 9 a.m. every morning. Um, just, I think if you start like losing um, the routine, then you start getting lazy and <laughs> you yeah. don't get things done. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to keep it pretty consistent. <laughs> so, so far it's been successful. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Great. So, I mean, you touched on this earlier. I was going to ask you, if you weren't doing research for a living, what would you be doing? So would it be, you'd be a writer or a poet? <laughs> Um, yes, probably. But, you know, sometimes I think about it and I say, well, I actually could do something that doesn't involve, um, I guess, you know, something that requires different kind of uh, skills, you know? So maybe my baking skills could develop. (laughs) 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 But... (laughs) As I said before, probably is not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, practice makes perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just to sort of finish up, you know, as, as I mentioned, you've just finished your PhD. So I'm wondering if you could give some advice for current PhD students or those who are just starting out. Yes. Um, I think it's very important to, to enjoy the PhD uh, experience so the all the ups and downs everything just to I guess just to enjoy it as it goes um, also to take every opportunity like you don't realize actually how many uh, things are, are provided by the university and um, that sometimes you know because we're busy doing research in the PhD we don't really take advantage of it and I think that's something really important also um, if you're a PhD student and you're hearing this podcast, just subscribe to all the memberships you can, all the conferences you can as a student, <laughs> because once you finish that, you start paying as non-student. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah. And the difference in price is considerable. considerable. So, yeah. Just get all your memberships as student. <laughs> <laughs> Some great advice there. Well, thanks so much for the chat, Lilith. It's been great to talk as always and all the best with the whole COVID situation. Stay safe and look after yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for listening to the ACES podcast. For more episodes like this one, be sure to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also find more information about ACES on our website, electromaterials.edu.au. There you'll find links to our various social media platforms. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Samuel Finlay. Until next time, thanks for listening.